Today is part two of our extended conversation with Stefan Strait, General Manager of Global Marketing for TCL. Last episode, we talked about their new 10 line of phones, as well as the impact of the coronavirus outbreak on their overall strategy. Today, we'll focus on 5G in the future, specifically the TCL 10 5G model, as well as how the impending recession will sway the supply chain and global market and how TCL looks to turn this into an opportunity for budget phone shoppers. Let's jump back into the discussion. Here in the U.S., there are just, you hear constant reports, millions of people losing jobs, uh, economic uncertainty. Really, uh, uh, there's going to be a global recession that's pretty much a certainty at this point. Um, given that, I'm curious how uh, how you're looking to kind of position these products at a time when, you know, the, the economy is, you know, deteriorating, folks are losing their jobs, and people are going to have to, you know, uh, tighten their belts a bit. So... Of course, in general, what we see, and this is uh, no secret, is like the, the entire market, right, is, is more or less has been crashed for a couple of weeks or even months. Uh, it's really dramatic how much the market has been decreasing. And uh, this is everywhere the same. And it's for every player the same. What we see, what is now interesting to, to look at is like how quickly these markets are recovering. And of course, we're trying to understand like from the Chinese market, even we are not really, you know, an active player on the Chinese market with our mobile products to see like what, what is happening and how fast is recovering and, and what is happening. However, you know, looking at the total economical situation, yes, this is a challenge. We believe that people, you know, uh, will be more careful in, in general how much they spend or what is their uh, disposable income. They will be probably be more careful, uh, call this like, a, they will make more smart decisions what, how much to spend for a certain uh, uh, purchase. Uh, and we feel actually this is maybe also an opportunity for TCL because that's what we want. You know, we're targeting the small consumers that they get whatever, let's call it 80, 90% of the super high-end phones, but you get it for half of the price. And that's maybe an opportunity for somebody who spends a bit more time instead of just, you know, buying the super high-end phones and say like, hey, look, actually, this is good enough, but it costs me really uh, less than than, uh, these super premium phones. So that's a good opportunity. However, of course, the challenge remains um, during this time where people are maybe uh, more careful in making their purchase decisions. If you're a new brand, you know, you need to establish, so to say, your credibility and everything. Um, but you're confident about that, that uh, we're going to achieve that. Because um, I think as well, what we see from all the product reviews is like, really, this, you know, the word that always comes back, hey, there is a lot of phone or there is a lot of value in these products and it's, it's, it's a very attractive offer. Gotcha. All right, so let's talk about 5G. Uh, let's, you've got a 5G phone you were teasing that's coming out in the second half. Uh, tell me, I know you can't talk too much about it, but can you give me some additional details on what this phone's going to look like, how much it's going to cost, uh, anything you could share? So, you know, we have uh, one, um, uh, the TCL 10 5G, which we have um, uh, announced already in the show, and this goes actually in Europe uh, in the first countries. It goes to the market in June already. Okay, so we have a first uh, carrier in the first country in June, late June, um, in Europe. And um, what we try to do there is that we bring 5G into more affordable segments. So our target was always like to be below uh, $500. Okay, so um, and in Europe this goes for um, around uh, 399 uh, in euro. 
then in the US, the target of below $500 uh, remains there. And this is what we, where we want to go. We believe that, you know, there has been such a high level of investments in, in uh, all the 5G infrastructure and networks. Now, in the second half of this year, you know, both the carriers and uh, we believe like the technology is mature enough and everything, they need, they need to bring more affordable 5G products, you know, to really start to shift from the 4G networks and, and users from the 4G networks to the 5G. And this is where we want to do a, um, our contribution um, to bring um, a more affordable and more valuable uh, 5G device into the market that uh, the carriers can, can shift more users onto 5G. Yeah, and I know you can't talk specifically about carrier partner, but the, the 5G picture in the U.S., is, it's a little fragmented. There are different flavors of 5G. There's millimeter wave, there's mid-band, low-band spectrum. I'm curious if, you're, if your device is going to be able to tap into all of those different 5G flavors or if it's going to be specific. Because that, that was the knock that we gave to a lot of those earlier 5G phones is that they weren't compatible with every 5G network. Is, that, is your uh, TCL 10 5G going to be compatible with, with all the different flavors of 5G? This is one of the strengths uh, of TCLs. We can we can do all of them, okay? So, but it might be, of course, if you go with operator A or B or you know, uh, whatever, then it will be a certain uh, setting. But uh, this is one of the strategies which we have in TCL. You know, we are we're looking at, from an R&D project point of view, we're looking at bringing new technologies like 5G. We have this as one technology. For example, we also have uh, AK TV, with 5G built in, or we have 5G CPEs and things like this. Doesn't mean like our TV colleagues are doing their own 5G projects, right? So we have one, one engineering team who's doing 5G technology, and then we see how we can apply this to different uh, products where it makes sense. Wait, so is there, is there a 5G TV out like that you guys are going to sell anytime soon? It's actually, it's, it's, it's available in China. Uh, Oh really? Well, is there going to be one in? Is there going to be one in the U.S.? Like, will Verizon or AT and T sell a five G TV? Right now, there is not concrete plan to bring this to the U.S. market. But um, in fact, this is something we can do. And this, you know, in China, you can actually um, you could buy it. And it's of course, it's a high end TV. It's an AK TV, right? It's a bit of a of a technology showcase, but it works. Um, but also then the TV, you know, this is one of the things, but then also the CPs or maybe there is some mobile broadband products in the future. All of that, we try to really, you know, when we have the technology mature and under control and stable, then to see like where we're going to bring it into different parts. Do we going to do like a 5G washing machine? I, I would love to see a 5G washing machine just because... <laughs> Let's talk about 5G more broadly because 2020 was supposed to be the year that 5G really went mainstream, right? And then, then everything happened and now it's all, everything is kind of up in the air. I'm just curious what you think 5G adoption is going to look like, especially from the consumer perspective, you know, given the fact that, you know, as we said before, people aren't necessarily going to spend as much money now. 5G is a premium service. And right now, if you're tightening your belt, that might not be the luxury you want to, you know, invest in. So what, what do you think 5G will look like, uh, at least in terms of the adoption this year? What we believe is um, that uh, the adoption to 5G will be faster in general. And the reasons for that is, you know, if you look at the younger generation, you know, they really, you know, their life and everything is happening on mobile products. Could be a tablet, you know, could be a smartwatch, but uh, many times it's, the, it's a smartphone. And this, in a way, you know, 
uh, to a certain degree also replaces TVs or other other products. You know, they don't they don't really have laptops too many anymore. They don't have they don't watch TV. The things is they watch a lot, they consume a lot, but it's all on their mobile products. You know, they want to be very flexible. They decide when they watch, how much they watch, and things like this. It's not the traditional TV kind of uh, program like the news at whatever prime time. And this is this is a we believe this this uh, target audience of this next generation they're very hungry for content and consumption, and the faster you can do it, you know, the better experience you can deliver. Everybody talks about download speed, you know, which is definitely very relevant. And you see, like you know, here in China, you also see that you know people they really they have just their mobile, and that's 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 they watch TV on their mobile. So that's one of the things where we believe. But then not just the download or the consumption, but it's also, you know, 5G has one good thing is you can actually become your own broadcaster. Most of these smartphones, they have uh, very good cameras, you know, and with a fast up- uploading speed, you can actually be a live reporter or whatever, or you can have your own uh, little show or broadcaster um, without that you need to, to buy a lot of equipment. So we believe like, you know, the faster the internet becomes in general, this this will be helpful, and the the, the young generation will always want that. Uh, they want to have things faster. They want to have it, uh, you know, without any streaming interruptions or anything. And you know, f- download speeds, upload speeds—that's that's always been sort of the big pitch for five G. Things are going to be a lot faster. I'm just curious if there are any other benefits uh, or potential applications of five G that really excite you. Well, of course, gaming is is uh, one of the the big topics as well. Uh, it's maybe a little bit of a specific target audience, but the very important one. Uh, I think the gaming experience as such um, is going to be much more bigger uh, and better as such. And you see again, you know, it's maybe a little bit the, the, the even younger generation, but they're they they are doing, they're playing online games uh, in front of their computers, but also on their mobiles. And if this is a better uh, experience specifically around less latency, um, then you can be really competitive on this. And I would say, like, of course, around the entertainment proposition, but also um, uh, consumption of, of content, which typically are the main, so to say, value propositions for 5G. I wouldn't say there is one killer app or one killer uh, function. And your 5G phone, you're shooting for under $500, which is considerably lower than some most of the other phones that we've seen. Do you think, though, uh, that'll be the norm at some point, or do you think you're, you're basically undercutting everyone? No, I think uh, we, we might be one of the first ones a bit in this price segment, okay? Um, and we are uh, working together with Qualcomm here, and we have the, the Qualcomm 765 5G uh, chipset. Um, this helps really to bring this down. But, of course, we will not be the only one over time. Um, this is, uh, we expect in the second half that probably more will come. But this is, you know, for us it was important because that's TCL's philosophy. Looking at how we can bring this technology into more affordable segment. This is what we did on the TV side and it was a success story and we want to replicate these things. Bringing a thousand dollar 5G phone wouldn't be the right strategy for TCL. And that is a good spot to put a pin in the conversation. Come back tomorrow where we will finish things out with a chat about foldable phones. We'll see you then. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.